KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Obviously, during this COVID-19 outbreak, there's been a lot of talk about first responders, but most of the discussion is centered and focused, and and understandably so, on the big cities. But this outbreak is everywhere, and it'll eventually touch everywhere. So we were kind of curious how a smaller police department is handling things, what they're dealing with. Are they facing some of the same challenges that their big sit that big city departments are are facing so we went out and reached out out in delaware county and spoke with chief david madonna he is the police chief of prospect park a small borough in delaware county and and just kind of got a feel for what his day is like how things have changed over the last few weeks concerns he has how his officers are handling things kind of a snapshot of a of a smaller area because so much of our focus these days are on these big cities, which are proving to really kind of be the epicenters uh, of this outbreak. And we just kind of wanted to check in and see what life is like on the front lines, if you will, in a small municipality. So let's start by setting the table. Tell us a little bit about uh, Prospect Park, uh, a borough in Delaware County. How big and how big is your force? Well, we're, we're a smaller community. Um, we have about 4,500 people that reside in a one square mile. Uh, we have two major highways, actually a third, if you count I-95, either running through or close to uh, our neighborhood. And the police department is, is staffed by six full-time officers, a sergeant, myself, and then we have uh, an additional six to seven part-time officers at any time. So let's kind of do a snapshot a month ago when things were quote-unquote normal. What were the most common calls? What was, uh, as much as a day can be average for a police officer, what was uh, an average day like? I, I think you would find that we're like other departments, just on a uh, you know a much smaller basis. Uh, we don't receive as many calls, but we get the typical calls, you know, uh, traffic stops, traffic accidents, um, domestic situations, retail thefts. Like I said, it, it's a quiet town. We do get our share of calls, and, and we're busy enough uh, to, you know, be out in the public and, uh, you know, handle those types of situations. How has call volume types of calls changed over the last couple of weeks since the pandemic kind of hit home here in the U.S.? Yeah, for us, it's it's for our department, it's it's dropped drastically. Uh, we don't have the calls that we did before. People are, uh, I don't know if people are remedying the, their situations uh, themselves or if they know uh, what's going on and they're just staying indoors. And there's clearly a lack of volume uh, of traffic out on the streets. Um, so, you know, I think for us, our department personally, the calls have gone down. Um, which is not to say people shouldn't call us if they need us. Uh, we want people to call if they need us. We're going to take certain steps to maybe handle calls in a different fashion. However, we still want the public to call us if they're having a problem. Has the 
the, the situation, has it affected any officers? Have you had any manpower situations result uh, as a result of the outbreak? As a matter of fact, we did. Uh, we have um, personnel that, you know, either live with or interact with healthcare professionals on a regular basis. And uh, we had learned that potentially one of our officers had come in contact with uh, with someone who had tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, we're still unsure if that was exactly the case, but out of an overabundance, uh, overabundance of caution, we decided to keep six officers out uh, for 14, uh, 14 days. And everyone's fine. Everyone's back to work. And um, we were fortunate. But like I said, this wasn't a mandated quarantine by the state. We decided on our own to go ahead and do that just just to make sure that our officers were safe and that the community was safe. Has your average day as chief changed at all? Um, yes and no. Uh, I mean, there's there's days where, you know, I'm, I might be doing more work from home just, you know, for the same reason, just so I'm not out exposing people. And obviously I'm on a lot more conference calls about this and we're fielding a lot more questions about what we're doing as a police department to uh, help stop the spread of this. But um, in terms of what I do on a daily basis, uh, yeah, I'd say it's changed. Has PPE been an issue? Is personal protective equipment something that is standard for officers? And has uh, have you been able to, to, to get it? Or is it not something that, that has been an issue for you? Uh, just because we hear about it. Uh, on the larger scale so much? No, no, for sure. It's been an issue for us. Um, you know, and quite frankly, we want our officers to be safe. And, you know, we're going through more gloves and masks than we than we ever have. Uh, you know, and to say that it's been difficult getting these items uh, would be an understatement. Uh, they're just back-ordered. And it's tough to get through to to suppliers. It's tough to get them here quickly. So you really have to plan ahead and and hope for the best and and hope you can get some help from, uh, you know, county and state officials. How has the community handled everything with the social distancing and such? And have you had to enforce anything uh, where people were kind of defying things, getting together? Or do you you feel like the community kind of gets it? I think overall the community gets it. Um, you know, it's human nature. People want to venture out and people want to congregate and, you know, they want to, they want to be with their friends and their neighbors and they want to socialize. They want to go to the parks, which we have closed. So we have had to advise numerous groups about uh, dispersing from our parks in particular. Uh, but I, I will tell you that overall, the community is doing a great job of staying in and, um, you know, doing what they have to do, following the regulations as outlined by the uh, Department of Health and the governor. I'm curious, how does a local police department like yours in the big picture kind of fit in in terms of pandemic response? How do you see your role kind of in that support system? I think the, the main course of action for us is to make sure that everyone's following the rules as laid out. You know, we want to make sure everyone's staying indoors, only frequenting those businesses that are absolutely necessary, uh, making sure that businesses that are not supposed to be open are, are remaining closed. Um, so, uh, so I think, you know, 
this isn't something police departments typically plan for. Uh, I would say that for the most part, we're planning for other types of scenarios, uh, such as, you know, uh, active shooter scenarios and officer uh, response to officer-involved shootings. So responding to pandemics or handling a pandemic situation isn't something typically that we train for, but I would suspect that's going to change. And how are your officers handling this? I mean, this is difficult, I think, for everybody in every walk of life. But a police officer deals with a certain amount of uncertainty every day. And you kind of throw this on top of it. For the most part, how are your officers handling things? Well, I think, like you said, it's just an extra layer now, right? It's just an extra thing that, you know, the officers have to be concerned about and, you know, take precautions, be a little smarter when, you know, interacting with the public. Um Overall, I have a fantastic group of officers here. Um, the men and women of this police department are, are strong, and they've come up strong during this time. Uh, when we had people out, you know, for that self-imposed quarantine, they stepped up. They worked extra hours. Uh, they, they were cautious, and I'm really proud of the job they did. I think one of the things that we talk about the uncertainty is, like, you never know where you're going to be in a week when you look back where we were a week ago and such. What Do you have any concerns from a law enforcement standpoint going forward? Maybe something that is not an issue now, but you kind of got your eye on that as this thing kind of continues, you you might be worried about? Well, you know, there's always concern that people are going to panic, right? When, when they're placed in situations that are uh, unusual or, uh, you know, don't occur very often, you always worry about uh, behavior of people. We haven't seen that. And I don't expect we're going to see that. But that's certainly something we would want to keep an eye on. Um, I don't think we're anywhere close to that point yet. But, you know, you can only you can only plan for what you can predict. And um, so, you know, you have to use your imagination and you have to kind of figure out all the different scenarios that may play out when you're in this type of situation and do your best to, uh, you know, forecast our needs and uh, forecast what's needed for uh, to keep everyone safe. And final question, what do you want the people in the community to know about your officers and what they are doing during this time? I want them to know that we're here for them. Nothing has changed. We are still patrolling like we always have. We are still doing the job like we always have. The way we do it um, in certain situations may have altered, but we are there for them. You know, we, we are there. We want to be strong for them. And we want them to know that they're not alone when they go through this type of situation. We are here if they need us. Um, They can reach out to us, you know, through the uh, normal methods, 911, uh, coming to the police station, having an officer meet them somewhere. Or, you know, we use social media quite a bit. and They they shouldn't, uh, you know, be afraid to contact us via social media. And we're here for them. And I think that's what we want them to know. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 